Welcome to the Jeff and Alex podcast. I am Jeff Hillemeyer, and with my friend, Alex Gonzalez, we explore topics that help you be your best self. And we also get to chat with some great guests. So join us now on the Jeff and Alex podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jeff and Alex podcast. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I see you've cleaned up your office over there. I did. I straightened up some post-it notes. I put some more kids art on the walls. Everything's shaping up. The funny thing is, I always think of when, you know, our brains, I feel like what you see back there is really my brain. <laughs> and mine is yours just like organized. Just organized. It's like, I know you, well, yours is clean desk. So everything's off. <laughs> but see, here's what happens. I get it all out. So, so exactly. it starts off all messed up and I get it out on the walls or into spreadsheets and then it just clears up. See confusion tolerant. There you, you go. It, so, there you go. You, you execute, to... you execute upon it. I just keep the confusion. Going, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well today, Jeff, uh, we have, it's always fun when we get friends um, and very accomplished friends, but uh, we have uh, Joanne Harold going to be joining us who's CMO of Honey Baked Ham. actually has a when I think of marketing, there's some names you think about around town, and Joanne is absolutely one of them. When, when do you remember? Uh, when? How long have you known Joanne? I mean, it's been I a think while for you. Oh yeah, it's over 15 years ago. We we worked together with my first company um, when she was a Honey Baked. Yeah. Uh, and then now when she's a Honey Baked, so yeah, Joanne's one of the longest term I would call it business relationships that I have. Wow, well, great. Yeah. And like I said, she knows she's somebody definitely knows everybody, particularly in the marketing space in Atlanta, and also very purposeful in the work. And um, make sure, and I'm sure we'll talk about this when we we're talking to Joanne as well. But uh, you did have an interview on Begin to Begin podcast. And so we will make sure to uh, put a link in the show notes to make sure we go uh, deep uh, in terms of your conversation with Joanne um, and so forth. So we'll be looking forward to that. But Let's get this conversation with Joanne Harold going. Hey, Joanne, how you doing? Hey, Alex, how are you? Good, good. Well, we are so happy to have another great friend on with us here on the Jeff and Alex podcast. Super excited to be here with you guys. Well, this is quite the season for you because, so you know, first of all, we as we set you up here, of course, you to us, you're you're just the superstar and in and, and every dimension possible, and of course, super CMO, and of course, um, there's so many things we could talk about, but you know, we were thinking about how perfect it is right now that for some reason, I think at Honey Baked Ham, this might be an important time of year. So, um, so, you know, we thought we'd talk a little bit about you just being CMO over at Honey Baked Ham, but let's start about that. What does it mean to be an executive at Honey Baked Ham as we record here between Thanksgiving and Christmas? It must, imagine it's a little busy right now. Yeah, Honey Baked's awesome. It's a brand, it's a six-year-old brand that's beloved by the consumers, an iconic brand that is there for consumers' most important occasions, such as Thanksgiving or Christmas yep. or birthdays or um, anything in between. Say we just celebrated our 62nd, I think, um, Thanksgiving. And yeah. fortunately, it was a, a great Thanksgiving for Honey Baked and our consumers. Yeah, and I'm just going to say that, you know, what, what I think people underestimate too, especially here in Atlanta, is how many just iconic brands we have. You know, I just had a conversation the other day with, you know, Stephanie Stucky. Stucky is another iconic brand. And you start going in all these names we have and you forget Honey Baked Tan over 60 years. So 
which probably created opportunity and challenge for you going into Honey Baked Ham that you have this, you know, legacy brand or, or, or I guess even beyond legacy brand, just iconic brand. But at the same time, you're trying to modernize marketing, you know, in it. So how, how was that balance going into it? Yeah. So I don't know if you know this. This is my second time to be at Honey Baked. I was oh, that's with, right. Yes. I was with the brand for 16 years and then left for eight and went to Arby's, another iconic brand and uh, interface, but came back to the brand about almost four years ago. And we yeah. spent that time trying to um, refresh and modernize and update and um, really attract a new user while we maintain our loyal customer base. And so that's been a lot of fun. So that, if I'm doing the math right, and, and we had a chance to work at both of your stints at, at Honey Baked, that's 20 years at Honey Baked? Did I do that? Yeah. Right? So if I go all the way back, I started in 19... 19- 93. So collectively, I've been with the brand 27 years, but in total, it's been about 20 years. Yeah. And um, I've, it's been exciting to see over the last several years, the the refresh of the brand and the new ways you Mm -hmm. guys are moving into digital. Um, Can you talk for a moment about this year in particular and the I know you guys definitely heavied up on the digital side a little bit more and, but people are still, I mean, the, the great thing is you've got this brand that people still, you know, it's part of their life. So they uh-huh. were going to find a way, but can you talk about the the COVID year? Yeah. Yeah. And you and Dragon Army were a big part of our digitalizing the brand. And um, we did, um, we did about after COVID about three years worth of work in about three weeks. And wow. um implemented buy online, pick up and store, uh, curbside, did a lot of partnerships with uh, third party. We actually moved some of our marketing budget into digital um, to drive consumers to our website and the website being the front door of everything we do. And so um, we, um, our consumers are ready to adopt technology and the technology that we have. And um, we're amazed at how quick the lines were and the great service that our stores gave to them as far as uh, leveraging the technology. So Jeremy, go ahead maybe a little bit even more to COVID, you know, talk about, um, God, it seems so long ago. Yeah, yet it's it is a long time ago when that whatever that date in March was that mm-hmm. it was that moment for everybody. But you know, one thing I'd like, like to talk about leaders about, but talk about kind of that moment when when it hit that. I mean, I can't even. It's hard to even explain it that a global we're in the midst of a global pandemic. So there's this massive uncertainty that hits people personally, right? Because you start thinking about your your family. So talk about that moment for you as a leader. First of all, what does that mean in terms of how did you process it that in terms of your family? But then how did you kind of get ready as a leader um, beyond just a CMO, just a leader in general for your team to be there for them as well, too? Well, it was interesting. And we followed the pandemic and were watching what was going on globally and had... um, crisis plans at the ready. Nobody would have ever believed though that 
it would have happened the way it did in March. Um, but we were following it. Uh, we are, Honeybaked is very cross-functional, very collaborative. So as it started to unfold, we started having daily scrums with our cross-functional partners and worked very closely with our frontline associates to develop plans and make sure that we were in constant communication with our associates, making sure that um, first off our field teams and associates were healthy and safe, our customers were healthy and safe. Right. So everything we did was with that in mind. Um, and I think because it happened in March, our Easter holiday was right on the heels mm. of that. We had to quickly adapt and that's where we implemented quite a bit of new technology, a lot of practices as far as social distancing and um, mask and making sure that we were incredibly safe for the season and um, that we were able to execute that no. season. Go ahead, Alex. Yeah, I was going to ask, how about for you? How was it for you in terms of that moment as you, Joanne, and and family and all that in terms of how, how did you kind of get, how did you center yourself? And I, I know none of us are really centered yet because this is all still uh, <laughs> yeah. unprecedented. But. Well, I mean, just even thinking back and going to events and um, I'm really involved in the ACVB, the Atlantic Convention yep. and Visitors oh, yeah. Bureau, and we were heading into the year with a record year and um we had a big event and uh, anyway it was just it's so unbelievable now to look back on that and think so personally it's um there's many many blessings with it as well i've never in my entire career had an opportunity to work from home and so it's it's been wonderful to spend time with my daughter who's 17 and uh, a junior and in our family. So so that piece of it's been a real gift. Right. Uh, but you know it's it's not without its challenges. I miss seeing my colleagues and friends right. and you guys in person. So um, I have have really stayed center through journaling and exercise and connecting where I can with my posse. One of the things I love about your leadership style is, um, well, two things. One, you you lead with purpose, and we talked about that on on, on the podcast we did together. Um, but also, I always think of you as much as you're leading or managing your coaching. Um, you're, you, you see your team as a group of people that you're coaching. Um, you're, you're not trying to micromanage, right? You're trying to bring out the best in them. Um, can you talk about, um, during a time of crisis, like we've been through, like have, has your team needed different things from you? You know, as you think about the marketing organization during, you know, this year, what has your team, what have you had to give them that might've been different than before? Well, we've, we've done, weekly teams calls and make sure that everybody's on video and we can see, and we do in that way, a lot of celebrations and shout outs and recognize folks. Um, also reach out to them personally, whether it's a handwritten letter or a note or a text, just to let them know 
and thinking about them. Honey Baked as a brand has done a, a great job also just making sure that people are connected through town halls and um, sending sending things to them. We had a pumpkin spice glaze product that we introduced and we made sure that everybody in the corporate support center got one and was able to taste it. Um, our field team stayed very connected that way too. So, so it's just making sure that we're keeping in touch with people that everybody has a role through this and understands the role. And if there's any or any barriers, we're able to break through those and help them out. Uh, because some folks haven't, um, it's harder if you're by yourself and, right. and don't have others. So everybody has a different perspective on what's going on right now. I imagine there's also generational aspects too. You know, some for some younger folks in the team, you know, we're putting this in context of, you know, a hundred year event. But mm-hmm. for for some younger folks, they've never even been to through a recession like a you know like two thousand eight recession. I think, and so I imagine even as a leader, you probably had to even give context of there's um, beyond even a pandemic. There's just some reality that companies have to ha- has to deal with mm-hmm. whenever there's financial pressure at a time like this. I'd imagine. Exactly. Exactly. So for the younger folks, that's true. And for folks like my parents who never yeah. been through this either, it's um, and they're, you know, really on the go. And it's it's just making sure that everybody's safe. And then, again, that we're all connected and checking in and making sure everybody's OK. So then here's the, here's a real important question uh, then over the course of the summer, you know, what, what was the, the, any TV show or movie that you also fell in love with over the course of being at home and, and, uh, and excluding honey baked ham, your favorite, uh, your favorite uh, kind of carry out order and thing. Oh, so TV show. Because I'm it'd be just... honey baked ham because Jeff and I, we, in fact, we just finished ours. So. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I've watched lots of Netflix. Uh, the Undoing is one I just finished that was great on uh, actually HBO. Um, read lots of books. Uh, just finished Give and Take, which is a great book that um, I think it could have been written for Jeff. Um, also, um, what we uh, give and he takes is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's not. That's so not Jeff. I'm just <laughs> just joking, everybody. <laughs> so as as far as foods, we've um, we've done a lot of Uber Eats and uh, tried to support our local restaurants and make sure that they're getting the support they need. Uh, so whether it's pizza or um, Zoe's Kitchen or Chipotle or Double Zero, had a lot of a lot of good food during this. Yeah. Um, you, you talked about journaling. Um, that's something that Alex, do you journal? Um, not, I, I do use a, a journal for, um, for kind of the ideation kind of creation thing. So, and so not so much journaling not in it. terms of logging, this is what occurred, but I do have this, you know, and I'm a little bit of a book snob on this stuff for, for, you know, kind of inspired things or kind of a thinking almost like a virtual, mm-hmm. uh, a continuous whiteboard sort of thing. Gotcha. And presumably though, Joanne, you're talking about more like daily journaling. 
Yeah, my I, Jeff, we've talked about this, the full focus planner. It's mm-hmm. um, it's setting forth like annual goals, monthly goals, daily goals, and uh, just kind of writing through how I want to live each day with purpose and passion and kindness and also being grateful for and what's going that, on. And you do that each morning. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting. My, um, you, you've always struck me as, as a, a very grounded person. Um, and, and especially when things aren't, you know, perfect, you're still able to sort of be present and handle it. You're not, um, is that, do you, do you have other, um, things that you do that, um, you said exercise, um, do you take breaks where Alex and I have a episode we, we recently launched on sabbaticals? Like how do you, how do you kind of clear your mind and center yourself? Well, in the morning I'll think through, and this is even before I get up, um, what, what am I worried about? What, what do I need to tackle? And, you know, and some, sometimes I'll, it'll, you know, I'll get a pit in my stomach and, and then I'll Mm -hmm. change my perspective on it and think about it positively and try to tackle the things that are concerning me most first and get those off the list. And then, um, and once that's done, and usually things are never as bad as you think they are, once that's done, kind of clear my head, get through the day, try, again, try to exercise, um, do a little bit of meditation, and um, that helps a lot, too, just to clear out anything that might be bothering me and then get about the day. I was going to ask you if you meditated because Jeff and I had a conversation about that earlier. Do you, do you use one of the app, the, the, the yeah, I've one be- of those apps? I've become obsessed with Peloton. Oh, yeah. And Peloton not only has the great bike, but they've also got have great meditation and um, strength exercises. Uh, so I've been using the meditation on the Peloton app. Now, did you get uh, Peloton during the uh, during the pandemic, or did you already have it before? Because Nordic track record sales right this summer, you know, I had one before, but I didn't use it very often. Oh, and geez. so that's been during the pandemic, I've, um, celebrated a hundred rides, the century ride on the Peloton and, and then probably have done 350 different workouts on Peloton. So now it's, it's kind of part of my life. And you're tennis. You play a lot of tennis, right? Well, <laughs> that's been very humbling. I, t- <laughs> I take a lot of lessons. I take them yeah. early in the morning. And I was a rock bottom beginner, had never really played any kind of racket sport. So wanted to learn something new. So um, that's been fun, but super humbling. <laughs> <laughs> super humbling. Got it. <laughs> Well, that's a, that's the relatively safe sport, you know, right now during, during the pandemic as well, although I had not done it. Although I do join you, Joanne, in terms of the kind of the cycling craze during the summer is definitely something that I found that myself stumbled on along with meditation, which Jeff refuses to do. He says that, you know, just doesn't have patience for it, which I'm like, well, that's the point. Yeah, I know. Uh, but 
<laughs> so that's good. Uh, it's good to to see that you're doing that as well too. So, so Joanne, one of the things, um, you know, kind of coming back to also kind of your 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 marketing um, uh, experience as well. That uh, you know, if someone's listening or um, uh, that's younger, you know, there's a lot of young talent that wants to get into marketing. Um, and I know you're, you're you give incredible advice to to people of all gen- all generations or all experiences. But um, for someone that wants to kind of get into marketing, because you've really, as we've known each other, and and as the three of us have been on different kind of marketing forums, you know, you've definitely been uh, both curious and also execute in terms of what marketing should be or can be versus just what it was. So if you start thinking about someone who wants to get into marketing, what's kind of that advice you give them and to kind of how to get into it and how they should be thinking about it? So I started as a marketer at McDonald's and I was a star, which is a store area representative which meant I gave the birthday parties. Oh, you are a star. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it meant I gave the birthday parties and um, wore the Hamburglar costume. Oh, wow. And did local store marketing for a franchisee. And But what I learned from that, and that was very humbling. Uh, But what I learned from it is I loved being a part of iconic brands, Hmm. love the hospitality industry and um, the ways that you can make people happy through everyday interactions. And so as a result, studied communication and journalism and marketing and just got lucky through my career and got the opportunity to work for some great brands along the way. And, um, was able to be a part of the marketing group, but I really started at, you know, the bottom and worked my way up. But I think for young, younger folks getting into marketing, it is that you kind of got to start at the kind of entry level, learn it, but it's easy to move up the ranks if you're able to show results um, be a part of the team, drive, you know, help grow a business and continue to have that curiosity and learn and, and be a part of how the consumers are changing. And, you know, for me, being a part of a brand like Honeybake that's so iconic and um, has been around for a long time, um, to be able to watch how consumer behavior changes and, and integrate those changes to grow and drive our business is um, what a marketer needs to do. And um, I think what anybody growing up through marketing should do. Yes. Like that natural curiosity, um, you know, you kind of, kind of leads to the growth of a marketer. And I think for any leaders um, as well, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joanne, I got a question for you. So, so I've written a book or two. Alex is working on a book. Um, what's the book that you're going to write one day? What would you write about if you're, if you're publishing a book? Oh gosh, that's a great question. Um, I think it would be around what other successful people do, um, what they've learned along the way, um, how they've built their purpose. Uh, so it, it would be more around mm. human 
human connections, but but then also leveraging some of the brand work mm-hmm. that maybe I've done in the past too. Um, I know with um, some of the purpose work, I started that and I actually started it because of um, encouragement from you, Jeff, um, but it was really leveraging some of the, the brand frameworks that I've used from other businesses and figuring out how to help others do this, do the same. Hmm. Well, well, uh, Joanna, as we, as we got to wrap up here, Jeff, I want to, um, you know, cause we are, we all are marketers on, on this, uh, on this call here. So we shamelessly plug our, our, all of our podcasts. And so, uh, but I do, uh, hey, Jeff, why don't you kind of give the, the quick plug about uh, uh, your Begin the Begin podcast with Joanne. So if people yeah. want to even learn more and get deeper into particular into purpose, you know, kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, Joanne and I, I are, uh, are um, two of, of the leaders in town that really feel like purpose is driving us. Um, you know, it's hard to find others that talk about purpose as much. We're probably annoying everybody at this point <laughs> using that word. <laughs> but I, I definitely, as I, as we talked about her journey, um, I wanted to pull out of her where her purpose came from and how she leverages it. And, and so we talked a lot about, a lot about that. Um, Joanne, what else do you re- recall from that conversation? Oh, um, we did. We talked, and we talked about ocean Springs and yes, our, you know, roots and beginnings and being a right. first child. Yep. Yep. That's another thing we did talk about. We're very driven and organized, <laughs> even if my background doesn't look like it, you guys are super organized in the background, but uh, that first child syndrome of having to be responsible. But, but you're not, not obsessed with project management tools like Jeff though, Joanne, Joanne are you? No, I don't think anybody's <laughs> as, 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 as it's, as, as I think it's not just me. It's a problem. <laughs> your friends because you started learning their idiosyncrasies and it's like you know <laughs> yeah Jeff guilty, wins. guilty. Oh, yeah oh no listen we're organized it's just i just haven't been following up on the emails that's all but <laughs> yeah well well joanne this, this this has been fabulous i know we could go into so many things we didn't even get a chance to talk that you know we're both on you know working on some you know we're, we're on a board together that we didn't even get to see each other this year because of the pandemic with acvb and some other friends and we, we have so many common common friends and colleagues here i'm sure we'll have more to talk about as we as we move forward and perhaps even do this as jeff and i talk about do it live one day but these conversations always remind me how much I miss seeing people in person. So, um, so it is absolutely great seeing you, you know, once again, virtually, but, um, but make sure you, um, everybody to listen to begin to begin and the, uh, discussion between Jeff and Joanne, uh, to get even deeper, but Joanne, thanks for your time with us today. And, uh, thanks for being on the Jeff and Alex podcast. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Jeff. It was great to see you. Great to see you. Have an awesome day. That was Joanne Harold here on the Jeff and Alex podcast. It's always so fun to talk to her. She's such a bright light. Um, that's one of my favorite things about Joanne, her spirit, her energy. Um, yeah, that was that was great. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a great way to describe it. I mean, you see Joanne whenever she reaches, and she is, I mean, and, and you know, we talk about someone being authentic. I mean, she's someone that, 
will do well i mean she will respond to you she will do favors she she is just so sincerely such a good person yeah so i enjoyed having her on the show um there's so many more things we could talk about although we did end up talking about about uh quite a bit uh there in those 20 minutes so uh, which, which is great but uh but definitely, and also just to remind everybody to, uh, to to plug your show once again, Jeff, but make sure you listen to the full interview of Joanne Harold on Begin to Begin with Jeff Hillemeyer. He's a pretty good podcaster. And <laughs> Thanks, um, so, yeah. So so with that, everyone, make sure you also uh, follow us here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe to uh, the Jeff and Alex podcast or also subscribe to Begin to Begin and also Disruptor Studio. It's a package deal. We'll figure out some sort of discount. We'll give you all those podcasts for free. How about that? <laughs> if you subscribe to all three of them. What a deal. Uh, yeah, so it's a great deal. Only only during you know December here, uh, December and January, uh, twenty and twenty one, um, and also make sure you follow us on social media. Continue the conversation uh, with both Jeff and I. And so Jeff Fillemire, um, yeah, uh, great talking to you. Great seeing you again, and look forward to having more chats with our friends and with you. Same. Looking forward to the next one. All right, we'll see everybody later.